Okay, Chuck Wilson, New Hope Community Church. We're going to finish up Revelation 5 today, part 2 from what we started last time. And the title for today is, When All Hell Breaks Loose, Look to Heaven. You heard it right. When all hell breaks loose, look to heaven. Wait till you see this one. It's a good one. Revelation 5, 7 to 14. And I told you 2021 was not going to be any easier. It wasn't going to get better. Everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to see 2020 in the rearview mirror. Things are going to change. Can't wait. Now, like I said, be careful what you wish for. I think 2020 was just priming the pump for the coming flood for what we're already seeing, Uh, uh, a summer of rioting and looting, what the media called protesting, uh, was just the prelude to what what we're going to see happening. Now, look what has happened in 2021 already. The special election in Georgia, which has left the Senate deadlocked at 50-50. It's a vivid picture of the divide. We're completely divided in this country. Then Congress starts off the new year by banning all references to gender in Congress. Uh, you can't even say male, no male, female, no father, mother, nothing like that. Crazy. And then they had this Congressman Cleaver uh, who ends the prayer with amen and a woman, which is completely ignorant. Amen has nothing to do with gender. It's from Hebrew, a word, and it means so be it. It has no gender possibilities. Complete ignorance. You just got to Google it. But I'm just going to read you a couple, um, couple of quotes because everybody's so focused on this amen and a woman thing. Uh, the, uh, Representative Emanuel Cleaver, Democrat, Missouri, who is an ordained United Methodist minister, fraud, uh, opened the first session of the 117th Congress on Sunday. Just because somebody's a reverend doesn't mean they're really a Christian, doesn't mean that they truly uh, believe in Jesus Christ. And sadly, the United Methodist Church has gotten so far off. Thank God, God is dividing them. There's a, a Bible-believing group now forming, and then there's the apostate group, which will disappear. Uh, so it's happening. But anyway, back to this. Open the first session of the 117th Congress on Sunday by praying in the name of a Hindu God. Hindu God and twisting the word Amen in a commentary on gender. Just reading a couple highlights here. Though his prayer was replete with explicit Christian themes, terminology, and references, Cleaver closed it by appealing to the deities of many different faiths, implying that they are all the same. Bible says no way, no how. This is someone who doesn't read the Bible, believe the Bible. We ask in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God, known by many names, by many different faiths, said Cleaver. Brahma, the monotheistic God, the Hindus worship over 30 million gods. And to say that they're monotheistic and they're not the same being. The Hindus worship all these different gods. Brahma is just one crazy, crazy, complete ignorance. And then finally, he said, Amen and a woman. He closed in an apparent attempt to render the word fair to both sexes. Complete ignorance. Uh, just, just shocking. The just showing how crazy it's getting. What this is? What's happening in Congress? These are people leading our country. And then this week, while the Senate was meeting to debate and then vote to confirm President Biden, who's going to be the president coming up here soon, massive crowds crash the party, force their way into the Capitol, and delay the vote. And this time, the media called it a riot. Or insurrection, domestic terrorism. Hmm. Listen, it w- it was it was a riot. It was wrong, and I haven't heard of anybody on either side 
Uh, no, I haven't heard any. I'll say, I'll say the conservative side. Nobody on the conservative side has denied that. They've condemned it. But it was wrong for all summer long, too. For the last five months, it was wrong, too. But I didn't hear anybody on the other side condemn that violence. Oh, no. It's called hypocrisy. We all need to condemn violence together. Together. And, and I condemn both sets of violence, both sides of the violence, condemn it. But anyway, uh, this is it's getting crazy. And, and they, the, the, this time the media calls it a riot and insurrection and terrorism. I call it the hand of God. I call it the hand of God who is dividing us and judging the United States. He's taking away his hand of mercy and grace and, and he's allowing craziness. It's been going on for the whole year and it's just capped off with what happened at the Capitol. It, it's just more of the same. What has been happening? It's the hand of God. He is judging us. Look at the Bible. Division is a sign of God's judgment. We are facing the, 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 the end of the road here. It's revival or judgment. Revival or judgment. The only thing that can save us now is true revival in God's true church. True revival with pastors who will preach fearlessly and biblically. And Christians will speak the truth in love. That's the only thing. And then that has to then move from the church into a spiritual awakening in our country that will save many people and transform the country. Stop this downward spiral, this, this nosedive that we're now in. That is the only chance a true revival which spreads to a spiritual awakening. It can happen, but God's window of mercy and grace is closing quickly. All hell is getting ready to break loose. And it's scary times. But for Christians, the secret to sanity is found in the book of Revelation of all places. We're gonna, you wouldn't expect that. But Revelation 5 is the secret to sanity from what we're going through. The last time we saw in Revelation <coughs> that Jesus <coughs> took the scroll which was his victory over sin and death, which he earned through his, his, the cross and the resurrection. And then, now Jesus, we find, is ready to, to win the final victory by taking complete control of the planet Earth. It's going to complete his story. He's going to complete it now. And he's getting ready to defeat Satan and his demons and all who follow him. And that is everybody who doesn't follow Jesus Christ. Follow Satan. The Bible teaches it clearly. And it will be an unimaginable, shocking conclusion to human history. Shocking. Wait till we see. But all hell is getting ready to break loose. But first, before it breaks loose, we see here in chapter 5, all heaven breaks loose. Loose. That's why I said the title, when all hell is getting ready to break loose, look to heaven because we're going to see what is happening in heaven during this time. We have to stay focused on that as we're facing our craziness that's coming. Let's pray. Father, I just pray that your spirit would speak through your word now, that it would convict that if someone here is, is following Satan because they've never put their faith in Jesus, they would take that step of faith, pray that prayer of faith, give their heart and life to Jesus Christ today right now and all lord also i pray for the rest of us that we would be ready that we would be focused not on what's going on on earth not what's going on in politics not what's going on in in the u.s not what's going on with writing in the capitol building lord but what is going on in heaven at your throne what's going on lord i pray that we would all refocus we would look to heaven 
because of your word today. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. All hell is getting ready to break loose, just like we're seeing starting to happen in the USA today or progressing in the USA today. But just before it does, all heaven breaks loose. We're going to see this here. There are three consecutive songs that are sung in heaven just before hell breaks loose, just before God sends a judgment, just before Jesus comes back again. And we can learn from these three songs and I think connect the dots to the country, the USA Today, and how we're to handle what's going on in the USA Today. Let's read the passage first of all. (coughs) Revelation 5, verse 7, where it says, Uh, Sorry, verse 8. And Well, I'll say verse 7. And he came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on earth on the earth then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice they sang worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshiped. Powerful. Powerful. We're going to hear this. We're all going to be part of one of these songs uh, someday, and it's not going to be long away. Let's start here with, um, let's see, let's start with verse, where am I going with this? Uh, Verse 7, where it says here, he came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Jesus takes it from his father on the throne. <clears throat> the last time we saw that this was the final act of redemption. This is his victory. The Greek here for when he, he takes the scroll, when he took the scroll, the Greek is dramatic. It's a gr- dramatic tense. It means he took it and now has it. He took it and has it. It's like, it's like, it's like you, you, you see people upset about the election. They stole the election. They took it. You know, that's the dramatic sense. I'm not, I'm not getting in the middle of that. I'm simply giving you a vivid picture of what people are saying now and, and how you get that picture. And that's what Jesus did. He, he took it. He didn't steal it. He took it and now he's got it. And no one's going to take it away from him. All right. Now we come to three consecutive celebrations, three songs that build on each other. And once again, keep each of these in mind and connect the dots to the USA Today, what our perspective should be. The first song is in verses 8 to 10. And when he had taken it, the four taken it with the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each one had a harp and they were holding golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of the saints and they sang a new song you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased men for God from for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on the 
earth. So we see that we see the first song is led once again by the four angelic beings. We already saw the worship leaders in heaven and the 24 elders are singing song number one. They have harps. We call them guitars now. <laughs> That's a heavenly instrument. Uh, they might hold them upright, but we hold them to the side. Right, so guitars and they have these golden bowls of incense that they're offering. Now, in the Old Testament, we saw we saw in the temple the golden the, the golden bowls of incense the the priests in the old testament would offer these incense up to god and these incense would go up from god before god's throne as a fragrant offering a fragrant offering but that was a type the fulfillment is in the new testament and our prayers it says here our prayers are the incense that go up before god that's right. All those incense they burned in the Old Testament were a picture of what was fulfilled in the New Testament. Now our prayers are the incense that go up before God. And these prayers specifically here in Revelation 5, specifically, these are the prayers that have been saved for just the right time. Just the right time. These are prayers that, that have been prayed over the years. Unanswered prayers to, for Jesus to come again, for God to fulfill His kingdom on earth, for for God to to judge the earth, for God to rescue His saints, uh, these, for God's justice, real justice, not social justice with reproductive justice, killing babies, but true biblical justice, praying for true biblical justice. These are the ones that have been saved. These unanswered prayers were saved at just the right time. The prayers that were prayed, your kingdom come, your will be done, prayed throughout the ages are finally being completed here and fulfilled here, going up before God, been saved in, the, been saved in these golden bowls. No prayer is wasted. No prayer is wasted. Every time, <coughs> every time we pray according to God's will and God's word. Oh, it's got to be according to God's will and God's word. If we pray against, pray according, not against, according to God's will and to God's word, it will be answered. They will be answered. First John 5.14 This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. According to his will. That's the key. All these word of faith people. Just name it and claim it. If you have faith, you can have everything. God, give me a Mercedes Benz, right? You know, you can have anything. Health, wealth, you know, everything you want. You just got to claim it in faith. No, 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 no. That's why these guys all crash and burn in their faith and, 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 and are exposed all the time. No, it's got to be according. If we ask anything according to God's will, he hears us. It has to be according to his will to heal. According to his will to, to, for the election. It's gotta be according to his will who gets elected. It's gotta be according to his will, whatever it is. It's gotta be according to his will. And, but if we pray according to God's will and God's word, it's just a matter of time before it is answered. Whether it's now or later, it's been promised by God. Whenever we pray according to God's will and word, we are guaranteed an answer. It's either going to be here on earth or in eternity. We're going to be watching the bowl of prayer go on up. <clears throat> It'll be answered in eternity. And so often here on earth, we feel, you ever feel like God's not listening? He's not hearing my prayer. What are we always saying? He's not doing what I want, right? We feel like he's not, but, but he is answering. He is collecting those prayers and every prayer that's prayed according to his will and his word uh, and his promises, he's collecting them and saving every prayer and tear. 
He's saving it. And at just the right time, those prayers that we have prayed are going to rise before him like a fragrant incense before God. They, they may, God say, may wait, say, wait a year before I answer that. Might be wait 20 years. It might maybe wait an hour. We don't know. But at just the right time, they go up before God and he answers. It might be an eternity after we've already gone to heaven. It might be answered. But it, they will go up before God and then he will act on it. Most of the people from the human race are by this time Revelation 5 are already in heaven by this time and they're hearing their prayers many of them are hearing their prayers repeated hey I prayed that thousand years ago they're hearing it repeated and they're seeing the response it reminds me of uh, it's a wonderful life remember all the, the everybody's praying for George Bailey and, and all of a sudden you see all these prayers going up to heaven and, and that star is blinking and God answers finally answers after all these prayers are praying 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 he answers he sends down the angel Clarence <laughs> to save the day alright and that's, that's really a picture these prayers are going to finally be let loose and come up before God and he's going to act here maybe you feel like God isn't answering your prayers not listening to your prayers I have encouragement for you keep praying keep praying according to God's will keep praying according to God's purpose according to his word claiming his promises claiming his promises they will that prayer will be answered here there or in the air <laughs> they're going to be answered and it says here and uh, here they sang a new song verse 9 they sang a new song why is it a new song? Because it's new because redemption is now completely finished. It's completed. The final number of Christians who are to be saved has been completed. Verse 9, you are worthy to take the scroll and open its seal because you were slain and with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. Uh, that <clears throat> it's, it's completed. Have you, are you part of that number? Have you been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ? You can be. If, if you're hearing His word and you sense the Holy Spirit pulling on your heart right now, you can be bought. You can put your faith in the blood of Jesus Christ right now. Romans 3.21 says this. Romans 3.21 says, But now a righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness comes from... I'm trying to do it by memory. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe there is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. We can be saved. We can have atonement, at one with God. We can be justified with God by putting our faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. Have you ever put your faith in the blood of Jesus? The blood that he shed, that he gave on that cross when he died for our sin, to pay for our sin, to make a way for us to have a relationship with his Father, God, once again. Have you ever put your faith in the blood of Jesus Christ? Have you done that? And if we have put our faith in the blood of Jesus Christ, as Christians now, are we serving God? Look why it says we were saved in, Re in Revelation 5. Saved so that we could be a, a, a kingdom and priests to serve our God. That's why he, are we serving God? Are we fulfilling our purpose as priests? The priesthood of all believers. That's what the Bible teaches. Uh, the, the, all believers. First Peter 2. In First Peter 2 verse 5 it says this. 
You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Verse 9, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Are we doing that? Are we offering spiritual sacrifices? He's talking about these spiritual sacrifices. What are they? Romans 12.1 uh, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Our lives, our bodies, purity and holiness. That's, 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 that is the sacrifice that God wants us to offer. It's our lives. And, and the, the way we do that, verse 2, and do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We have to be transformed, not conformed to the world, but be transformed by God's Word and His Spirit and God's power and the, the truth. The truth. Are you being transformed? Are we then, are we, by doing that, are we declaring the praises, God's praises, our lives, our testimony, our, our witness is what does that? Are we doing that? Have you been bought with the blood? And now, have, are we declaring God's praise? Are we living it out for everybody to see? Song number one. Song number two gets wilder and wilder. <clears throat> Song number two is in verse, um, 11, verse 11 and 12, where he says, Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. That's a lot. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Wow. Now we have, now we, the choir is getting bigger now. It's getting bigger and bigger. It's not just the, the four angelic creatures and 24 elders. Now it's countless angels. The, 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 the terms used means countless, uncountable. And, and notice there's no solos in Revelation. <laughs> no solos. Sorry. Uh, we like to focus on individuals singing songs, celebrity worship, you know, worship people, uh, you know, Christian, contemporary Christian artists. Uh, and I, and I, I love listening to them too, but I'm sadly so many of them are, I think, um, well, I don't think most of them should be leading worship anywhere, uh, based on their lives and the things they say. But, but uh, you know, that's just discernment here. Uh, I think a lot of them should be sitting down. But God's going to solve this in heaven. There aren't going to be any solos. Why? Because the whole focus is on God. It's all on God. It's all on Jesus. It's all on the Holy Spirit. We're not going to be focusing on anybody who's leading anything, right? Uh, so, no solos. Uh, I'll leave it there. You can connect the dots. There's enough out there to, to connect the dots on. Verse 12, he, they chant these, the angels chant this. They say, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Wow. Just, just seven powerful things. Seven powerful things about Jesus, the lamb. You know, just powerful. Every day make this 
this song. There's lots of different song versions of it. They're beautiful. Or you can just chant it, meditate on it. Make this the focus, the first song of the day. Focus on Jesus Christ. Worthy is the Lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. And, and just keep focusing on that every day. He has the power to help me fight the battles today. He has the wealth to meet my needs, not my desires, my needs. He has the strength to give me grace for the day. I just need to honor Him, live for His glory, constantly praise Him. See how I just put all that together? And that that has to be our focus every day. Listen, <clears throat> people are being, it's going to get hot in the USA today soon. Uh, it already is getting hot for Christians. The things they're saying about Christians now are things that would be hate crime if you said about anybody else, but it's okay to say it about Christians. Uh, the gloves are off. Uh, persecution is happening all over the world. Intense persecution. People are getting murdered daily, persecuted daily. China, they're knocking down churches and, and imprisoning people daily. Uh, in Nigeria, the, 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 the Muslims are attacking Christians daily, just butchering them, genocide. Our media just misses that somehow. Uh-huh. We know who's controlling the media, the God of the Spirit of the, the, spirit of the air. We know who that is. All right? uh, and, and so we, we, we can't depend on them. We've got to depend on God, the, our God. To, to, you know, he's in control. We've got to be praying to Him, not depending on anybody else. But persecution is happening all over. You think we have it bad? Think about what they wake up to every day. And it's coming here too though. It's coming. And the key to survival is what we hear from them is to focus on Jesus. Focus on this song. Focus on it now. Every morning now with the smaller trials that we're going through so that when the real trials come, the real tribulation comes, we're going to survive it. Focus on it now as we go through tribulations in our life now, as we go through them in our country now. Focus on them. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Focusing on that now. And then that brings us to the third song. They just keep building. We had the 24, uh, the four angelic beings and the 24 elders, then gazillions of angels. And now we come to the the, the uh, third song, which is verses 13 and 14, where it says, Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing, singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen. Uh, not a woman. They said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Worshipped. Amen simply means, so be it. We agree. That's that's where it comes from the Hebrew for that. The, the, so be it. And and they they the biggest choir yet now the biggest one. It's and now it's not just the Father or the Son being worshipped. It's the Father and the Son being worshipped together now. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb being praised together. And you a lot of times these cults will say, oh Jesus wasn't really God and he's just a a, a son of God. He's not the son of God. He's not deity. Listen, he's worshipped here. He's worshipped in Daniel 7. Remember we saw that? Now he's being worshipped here in Revelation 5. He's being worshipped. You can only worship God. God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in the Bible. It teaches it very, very clearly. You, and and we, we see him being worshipped. That's why the cults, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, 
Uh, different cults, they always go after uh, Jesus only cult. They always go after uh, uh they always go after the deity of Christ first. Jesus only doesn't go after deity. He just says there's only Jesus. There's no Father. It's crazy. But but Mormons, Jehovah Witnesses, they always go after the deity of Jesus Christ first. That's what cults do first. Because number one, that's what they mess with first. Because number one, that destroys the chance of salvation. If someone is putting the Mormons are putting their faith in in a false Jesus, they're not saved. It's got to be the real Jesus. It's got to be the Son of God. You know, not a fake Jesus, not the brother of Lucifer. Uh, someone cannot put their faith in, in a false Jesus and, and be saved. Very clear. Listen, and it, so we see the thought. Now, everybody, everyone is worshiping. And it's going to be loud. Think about how loud this is. I remember being in, at Promise Keepers in D.C. years ago. What was it? Maybe 25 years ago in D.C. And I remember what, the men were all singing. And I can't remember the song, but I just remember the stadium was vibrating, shaking. It felt like an earthquake starting. It was crazy. And I remember just feel, just remember the, the spiritual power of the worship and how awesome that was. But imagine this. Billions of people singing together. Everyone who ever lived and all the angels together singing. Mind-boggling. It's crazy. Everyone in heaven and on earth and in hell all singing together, acknowledging together, worshiping God together. And this is a fulfillment of what we see in Philippians 2, 10 and 11. In Philippians 2, 10 and 11, when, when Paul says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This is a fulfillment of that. And, and the Greek there says every knee should bow. Yeah, they should bow. We we should bow. It, it's voluntarily, voluntary right now. If you're alive on this planet Earth, it's voluntary. You have a choice. Are you? You should, but you have a choice. Will you do it? You have a choice. But as verse thirteen, Revelations uh, uh, five thirteen makes very clear, uh, the should is off now. It, it, someday all will do it, like it or not. <laughs> Heaven, Earth, and Hell under the Earth. Hell. The, everybody's going to do it whether they want to or not. We should do it voluntarily, but if we don't, we're going to be forced to our knees someday and be forced to acknowledge Jesus Christ as the Son of God and be forced to acknowledge the one true God, not Brahma and all these other, you know, Buddha. And, you know, no, no, it's going to be one true God, Jehovah, and His one true Son, Jesus, and, the, and God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit. That is, the, that is going to be clear that everybody, so many today are mocking Jesus Christ. So many in the USA today mocking Jesus Christ. But remember something. When they're mocking Jesus Christ, remember something. As much as they're mocking and saying, someday they will bow before Jesus Christ. I hope it's here on earth. I hope they come to repentance. I'll be the first to give them a hug and, and welcome them into the family of God, into the kingdom of, of Jesus Christ. But But if they don't, someday they will bow before Him and worship Him just before they are thrown into the lake of fire. Wait till you see the rest of Revelation before they're thrown into hell for eternity. That's why do it now. You have a choice. 
If you have never put your faith in Jesus Christ, do it now. You have a choice now. You have a chance right now to put your faith in Jesus Christ, to call Him your Savior and your Lord. Don't wait until it's too late. Because once you die, for just as man is destined to die once, and after that to face judgment, it says in Hebrews, you once you die, there's no second chance. There's no purgatory. There's no praying you out of there. There's no, oh, God's going to give everybody a second chance someday. No, it's now just as man is destined to die once and after that the face judgment we will stand before God Hebrews 9.27 we will stand before God we have a chance now now John 3.36 in John 3.36 it says we always quote John 3.16 but a lot of times we ignore 3.36 whoever believes in the Son has life but whoever rejects the Son will not see life for God's wrath remains on him if you have never put your faith in Jesus Christ, the wrath of God is resting on you and it will, it, when you, it will, it will, you'll feel its full force of that wrath when you stand before God's throne of judgment. But John 3.16, back up a few ver- word, verses, you don't have to face it. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. If you will believe in Jesus, put your faith in Jesus, give your life life to Jesus Christ, you don't have to face God's judgment. You can act on God's love to escape His wrath. The wrath is on sin and on Satan, but we can change sides. We can put our faith in Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus now. Now. Don't wait. Give your life to Him now. Surrender your life to Him now. Live for Jesus now. Now, we're going to pray in just a minute. Christians, are we sharing Jesus Christ? Are we sharing our faith? Are we, are, do we have an urgency? Do we have the same urgency that Paul had? 2 Corinthians 6, 1, where Paul says, as God's fellow workers, we urge you. Whenever you see the word urge there, it means like, you know, grab it and shake it. It, it. In the Greek, it's, it's intense. We, Paul uses it a lot. We urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. Don't waste God's grace. For he says, in the time of my favor I heard you, and in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. I say it to those who have never put their faith in Jesus, now is the day of salvation. I say it to those who, who, for us who are Christians, we need to be sharing our faith, because now is the time of God's favor. If, If we have learned anything in this past year, it's that things can come crashing down any time. If we've learned anything, it's that we could, we are not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed the next second. Any one of us can die at any time. It's always been true. COVID has just done us a favor of showing us that, reminding us of that daily. It's done the favor to show us how important eternity is, how important our relationship with God is. And we, we need to share Jesus Christ now. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the, the time of God's favor. Let's pray. How is God speaking to us? Convicting us? How is He speaking to us? Who is God calling us as Christians? Who is God calling us to share the love of Jesus Christ with? No matter what, no matter how scared we are. Paul urges us to do it. Who is God putting on our heart right now? 
How is he convicting us to live from? We're, we're supposed to be serving him and living him, living for him and being not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How is God calling, con, convicting us to really live for him? To really live for him. Are we worshiping him? Are we focusing on worshiping him? Maybe you're here, you're listening to this and you, and you have never put your faith in Jesus. You can do that now. You know you're facing eternity in hell. You're facing hell on earth here because you don't have God. I can't imagine going through life here without faith in Jesus Christ and the grace that he gives. I can't imagine it. You don't have to live that way. You can have God's mercy and grace daily. You can have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, empowering you. You can have you can take a hold of God's hand and walk with Him through everything here on this earth and then into eternity someday with Him, holding His hand. You can have that now by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. You can pray the prayer of faith, the simple but powerful prayer of faith now. I urge you to pray it now, to give your life to Jesus now. God, forgive my sin. Everything I've done against your word and against your purpose for my life, I repent. I turn away from that. I walk away from that. I put my faith in Jesus. My faith in Jesus to forgive me because He died on that cross for me. I put my faith in Jesus for forgiveness. I'm going to follow Jesus. If I pray that every person who hears this would pray that prayer of faith I pray that you would convict and not give them a moment's peace, a second's peace until they do. And I pray for the rest of us that we would look for every chance to share the love of Jesus and live that out in this crazy world. No matter how crazy it's getting, we, they would see Jesus in us. I pray it in his name. Amen. Okay. You might have to listen to that one twice. <laughs> There's a lot there. All right, so come on back next time. Uh, we're going to move into Revelation chapter 6. It's not going to be pretty, but we have faith in Christ and we are holding God's hand and we're going to look at the seals, the seals, so the seal judgment's coming. All right? All right, see you next time. God bless.